Welcome to the Weekly Insight Podcast, where we break down the noise of the week and help you understand the psychology of the markets with your host, Andrew Dore at Insight Wealth Group. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us again on the Weekly Insight Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Andrew Dore. Before we get started today, I just want to say what I say every week and just remind you that what you're about to hear today should not be construed as individual investment advice, but instead as our opinions on the market and the economy and what's going on in the world. If you want to discuss how this might apply to your individual portfolio, I'd encourage you to give us a call. And before we get started today, I also want to apologize. I am recording this podcast from the road. I don't have my normal stuff here to do this with, so if the audio quality is a little less than good, my apologies. But let's go ahead and dive in. I think most of you who are listening to this podcast are friends of the firm, clients of the firm. You know a little bit of our history, but you probably also know that our firm is really a family business. It was started 11 years ago by myself and two brothers, Andrew and Carlton Kleiss. We grew up together in a small town in northwest Iowa. My sister married Carlton, so we've all kind of been one family for nearly 40 years now. What you may not know, however is that long before we started Insight, we all worked at our favorite fast food joint, McDonald's. We have flipped a lot of burgers in our day. But working at and managing a McDonald's restaurant was a really formative experience. You learn things at an organization like that, things like customer service and inventory management and payroll. But I think probably the most important thing we learned was how to work with people, but also how to manage people. That business is quite simply a business where labor is really the key input. Finding the right people is important, but also managing your labor costs really meant the difference between a successful shift, a successful week, a successful month, or a store that was dying and not doing well. And that impact of labor costs is one of the primary things impacting our economy today. The Federal Reserve has talked a lot about this issue. The folks listening to this podcast have heard us talk about it a lot as well. You know what's going on. A shortage of labor drove up the cost of labor, which then inevitably drives up the cost of goods. That is a big part of the inflation saga that we've been experiencing for the last 18 months. It turns out our experience at McDonald's does actually have more economic implications than we might have thought when we were 18 years old. In 1986, the magazine The Economist devised something called the Big Mac Index, and the theory behind the Big Mac Index is this. There are so many McDonald's locations all across the world that all provide the same product, the Big Mac. And so we can then use that and the price of the Big Mac at those various locations to better understand the relative value of currencies around the world. I guess I never knew when I was flipping burgers that they had such meaning. But the cost of a McDonald's burger also holds value in other ways. We can look back in time and better understand how costs have changed. I remember it would have been in like 97 or 98 working at the McDonald's in Okaboji, Iowa, and the price of a hamburger jumped from 59 cents to 69 cents, and a cheeseburger went from 69 cents to 79 cents. That was a big deal at the time. We had regulars who would come in for their two cheeseburgers and a hot cup of coffee, and they were frustrated that we were charging them an extra 20 cents. Today, though, today I looked on the app, which is where you can price things for McDonald's these days, and on the app, our local McDonald's now charges $2.49 for the same one-tenth of a pound burger. 
That is an annualized growth rate of 8.61% in the price of the burger. This is the part where I think people would want me to scream about those nasty, horrible corporations, right? Eh, not really. I mean, maybe I'm just loyal to the, uh, to the golden arches, but it is not all their fault. The cost of their inputs has increased dramatically. Since we worked at McDonald's, the price of a pound of ground beef is up 184%. The cost of cheese is up nearly 85%. The cost of ketchup is up 81%. One of the things that kept prices relatively low and stable in the U.S. for a long time, and by the way, the, the price of the, the cheeseburger at McDonald's has gone up dramatically just in the last few years. It was, I think, as most recently as 2018, a cheeseburger was costing well less than $2. But what kept prices relatively low and stable over that time was that wage growth in this country was largely stagnant. In fact, over the 20 years after we left McDonald's, wages in the U.S. only grew 21.92%, or just over 2% a year. But in the four years since that, we've seen over 15% growth in wages. We have more than doubled the rate of wage growth, and almost all of that has happened in the last two years. It has been a big, big change to the economy. And that's exactly the big question that the markets are struggling with today. Higher wages are not a bad thing. I, you know, I think one could make an argument that the fact that over 20 years, wages only grew by 2% a year might have been a problem. The economy might have been a little stagnant. Higher wages aren't always a bad thing, but long-term expansive wage growth is. When wages are growing at the rates they've been growing at for the last couple of years, that's a problem. Stabilizing that rate of wage growth is really important to bringing inflation back in line. Chairman Powell has said it a thousand times if he said it once. It is going to be a huge part of whether or not the Fed continues to slow and or stops their rate increases. But here's the good news. The good news is that wage growth numbers are normalizing. Year-over-year -year wage growth for non-farm employees maxed out at 5.9%, and it's fallen to 4.4%. But that's not just one good month of data. That's not just one good quarter of data. Wage growth actually peaked one year ago. It peaked in March of last year, and it's now been falling for 12 months. So now let's move to how that impacts the markets, because I know, as do you, that February was not much of a fun month in the market. Each of the major indices was off more than 4% for the month. Again, the bond index was down as well. It seemed a lot like what we experienced really throughout most of 2022. But what if I told you that the last six months has been an excellent time to be invested in the markets? Does it feel like that? Sometimes I don't think it does. There's been a lot of volatility. There's been a lot of drama. But it has actually been an excellent time to be exposed in the markets. Equity indices have grown at a better than 20% annualized rate of return since we saw the bottom of the markets in October of last year. So why is that? It comes back to exactly what we were talking about earlier. Wage growth is falling. Inflation is falling. The plan is working. It just isn't always fun. My son had, uh, had an infection the other day, and he had to take antibiotics. And it was the first time he had ever taken antibiotic pills. And he hated it. And taking them over and over again each day, you know, time to take your pill again, buddy. Ah, oh, Dad, do I really have to? I'm feeling better. It's just because we're feeling better, we have to run the full course of the medicine. And that's a little bit about what we're feeling in the economy today. It may not be fun, but the medicine is good for us. We also know we're not getting immediate results, and our society loves immediate results. But if we can be patient, if we can just hang in there and let this process work itself out, I'd make the argument we might be singing that famous McDonald's slogan. Da-da-da-da-da.
I'm loving it because I do think this thing is improving. So we'll leave it there for now. If you have any questions, I'd encourage you to give us a call here at the office at 515-273-1333, or you can always reach us on the web at www.insightwealthgroup.com. I hope you have a wonderful week. I look forward to touching base with you again soon. When we talk next week, we're going to be getting ready for the next Fed meeting. So more drama on the horizon to talk about. Take care. Securities offered through RTA Wealth Management, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC, NFA. Investment advisory services offered through RTA Wealth Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment firm.